0: My name is Raphael Garay, and welcome to The Art of Inspiration. Each week, we will bring you the keys to success, ways to build a better mind and body, and keep you inspired in the pursuit of your dreams. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Now, let's go get inspired. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Art of Inspiration podcast. As you know, we always follow... The mantra of mind body business and today i have an amazing athlete who encompasses all of that she is a former d1 athlete a gymnast she was crowned the fittest female in america three times in a row and currently sits as the fifth fittest female on the planet ladies and gentlemen carrie pierce carrie thank you so much for jumping on the show how you doing today
1: of course, it's my pleasure. I'm doing great. I got goosebumps from that intro, so <laughs> I'm good.
0: <laughs> well, super excited to have you here. You're a few weeks out from the games. You've, I mean, your background is just incredible—from gymnastics to now, just taking the the CrossFit world by storm. Um, tell us a little bit about your story. Like, where you started, and how did all of this come to be?
1: so yeah I started at three years old when my parents put me in gymnastics I did that for 18 years so a long long time I think that's where I developed a lot of my athleticism and just I mean I learned a lot um, in addition to just gymnastics like you know discipline hard work ethic how to reach goals there was a lot more than just gymnastics I think that I ended up coming from that so I competed like you said for uh, division one school did gymnastics then after was kind of like what do I do now? Like I loved working out and I didn't know what the next step was. So I ended up doing weightlifting. I talked to our strength conditioning coach and was like, I want to work out gymnastics. You pretty much peak at 16. So you're holding on when you're in college. I mean, there's a few freaks out there that, you know, peak as they're a little older. Um, but after gymnastics, I was like, I want to work out. What do I want to do? And he's like, you would be great at weightlifting. So I was like, okay, fine. Um, So he coached me for a couple months. I did an internship with Michigan for strength conditioning as well as learning weightlifting because he's like, you learn it faster if you're teaching it and you're practicing it yourself. So I did that, a competition, right after the competition, I was having some back pain. And so I decided to go see a doctor and they did an MRI and I ended up having a bulge disc in my back. So it was like maybe six months after stopping gymnastics and training through the weightlifting. And they're like, it could just be from gymnastics that it finally like showed up. Like you stopped your body like was just used to doing the gymnastics years and years. And then you stopped, it was kind of in shock and then you did weightlifting something different. So like, it's probably not from the weightlifting. It's probably from the gymnastics. Um, And then I also had like some symptoms of carpal tunnel that started to show up and like, I guess gymnastics just, you know, eat up my body. So I did the one weightlifting competition and like I said, then I had injuries. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? But in this time I also started to personal train at my local Valley's total fitness because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do after college. And I was thinking PA school, but I also love fitness. My parents met at a gym, so they're very into fitness and working out and being healthy. So it was something that just, I was born and raised with, Um, so I was doing some personal training and a lady actually at the gym that I was at, uh, was like, Carrie, you would do great in a physique show. So physique is not quite as muscular as bodybuilding, but more muscular than like a bikini girl. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I do have like an athletic look. Like I've always had muscles. Um, I've always had abs. So I was like, okay. And I'm like, at least now, like I mean, I was bummed after I had the injury because the doctor's like, you can't squat for six months. So I'm like, okay, well, obviously I can't weight lift. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? And when she said that, I was like, that actually could be kind of fun. And it allowed me to do something fitness wise that I never would have thought of myself. I mean, I never would have competed in a physique show unless she like said something. So, I mean, I was obviously torn from Someone telling me that I can't squat for, couldn't squat, couldn't deadlift. And if you're weightlifting, you're cleaning and snatching, you can't do any of that for six months. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I can try training for physique. Um, and there I was a lot, I could work around that pole it's just my back. So I could do leg, the machine leg extensions and leg curls to work my legs. And then instead of like doing deadlifts or like you can stick away from deadlifts, I did a lot of lap pull downs and a lot of machine work. Um, so it was like, a blessing in disguise that I started training for the physique because like I said, I didn't know what else I would do physically with a, oh, on in my back. There's not really, you know, a whole lot that you can do. Um, so then I ended up doing a physique show and I came in last place, <laughs> but I was like, it was a great learning experience. And I was like, Oh, I don't think I want to do that again. I don't like coming in last place. And also like, I think part of it was just like, I don't want someone to tell me how to look. I was like, I thought I looked good. And they're like, well, your bathing suit wasn't fancy enough and this. And I was like, okay, um, on to the next. So luckily by then my back was healthy. Um, and then right after that, I actually ended up moving to New York city. Um, so I was in Michigan at the time and then moved to New York and wanted something different. And I was personal training. A guy, a trainer at the gym that I was working out at was a powerlifting coach. He was like, you should do powerlifting. You're super strong, and like I said, luckily, like my the bulge disc, my back was healthy by now. Carpal tunnel was gone, so I was like, sure, why not? That sounds like fun. So I ended up doing the powerlifting competition. Um, but during, while I was training for it, one of my friends from college had been talking about CrossFit. I mean, basically since I finished college, she had said CrossFit. But I was sick of gymnastics. I didn't want anything to do with gymnastics. So I was like no, no, no. And then during this time while I was training for the powerlifting, I saw it on ESPN one day and was like, I think I could be good at that. So I was doing the powerlifting meet, but I was like, okay, I've already committed to this after this is over then I'm going to get started in CrossFit. So in November, 2014, I started CrossFit. And then like you said, took the CrossFit world by storm because they're like, who is this girl that just started and made her first CrossFit game six months in. I'm like, Hi, my name's Gary Pierce. But I've been doing gymnastics since I was three, and then I did some weightlifting. I have not done endurance, um, but luckily, if you're—I think—if you're tough mentally, then the endurance stuff comes. And I was willing to put in the work to get better at it. So I made my uh, the crossfit gains my first year, and then have made it. Well, this will be my sixth year uh, competing in a row, so it's pretty exciting.
0: Man, that's. That's, that's, a, that's quite a journey. And from <laughs> g- starting gymnastics at three years old and then working your way through gymnastics. And I, I had no idea that gymnastics, you kind of peaked in, in your teens. Uh, so you went through that and then were kind of struck with a back injury and then transitioned into some physique competitions, power lifting, and then found yourself in CrossFit. So it just seems that competition is kind of in your blood. So super competitive as you're going through all of this, through every, through every phase, through fighting through the back injuries, through coming into something totally different physique to coming into power lifting, to coming into CrossFit. These are all, essentially like things that you've never done before, and you just decided to jump in. Not an easy thing to do. Mindset wise, I really would love to know, like, how are you talking to yourself? What are you telling yourself as you're taking on a completely new challenge? Because not a lot of people can just come into a different sport, a different world, and just just go at it and start competing. I mean, it shows a tremendous amount of mental fortitude, mental strength. What, what, how are you talking to yourself? And what's your mindset like as you're making all of these transitions? Yeah, no, and I
1: think that's such an important, uh, that's a, such an important thing that you're talking about because not many people think about the mental aspect. They just think about physical. And they're like, well, you're physically fit. Like, you'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, but like you said, it's like totally different when you're competing in gymnastics versus weightlifting versus physique versus powerlifting versus CrossFit. Like they all have different components in them that you have to focus on when you're competing. Like in gymnastics, you just do the same routines over and over and over again. And I mean, personally, I started competing at the age of five. So it's something I think that's kind of ingrained in me. I'm used to being in front of people. And just my personality. I'm such a perfectionist. So like, whatever I do, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And I think it's something I've told people, like it's something that I learned from my dad because whenever I see him do like, he only does things to the best of his ability. And if he knows that he's not going to do well, then he doesn't even want to do it. And I was like, I think I get that from you. So like, if I know that I'm not going to be good at something, then I try and avoid it. But if I do set my mind to doing something, then I'm going to give it hundred percent. And that's, I mean, sometimes when people are talking about being motivated during training and stuff and they're like, well, how are you always motivated? I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm disciplined and I'm such a perfectionist that no matter what I do, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability because I'm going to take that time and why do something halfway when I can do it to the best of my ability, especially if I'm going to take the five hours of training a day, like I might as well do my best and leave it all out on the floor. Not halfway doing halfway do it. And I have other people like to keep me accountable too. Um, so I think part of it is just learning. I competed at the age of five. So I was used to being in front of people and performing. And then also in gymnastics, like from a young age, we did a lot of visualization. And so that's something that I've carried over with me to the variety of sports. Um, like with weightlifting, you know exactly what you're going to do when you go out there. So you just, you can visualize yourself being on the platform. Um, and doing it. And like I said, I know I put all of the work in during training and then you go to compete and you're like, okay, this is showtime. Like, I mean, obviously I still get nervous no matter how many I'm 31 now. So I've been competing for 26 years, but I still get nervous, like being in front of people. And I think it's because I set such high expectations for myself that I don't want to fall short of that. Um, but I definitely think like, The visualization helps and just the day-to-day training, knowing that I put in the work on a day-to-day basis. So when it's showtime, it's almost like the reward of all the hours of sweat and work and everything that I've already put in. And then I go to the competition and I get to show it off, like no matter what it is, whether it was the physique show, like I get to show off, you know, the hard nutrition uh, things that I go through because with physique, like and bodybuilding and bikini everything like that nutrition is it's intense i was like this is not fun either like just depleting yourself i was like crossfit i get to eat as much as i want this is great um (laughs) but like physique it was it was hard like with that so that was a completely different struggle than you know powerlifting when you're focused on going out there and lifting as much weight as possible but also you have to like cut before the show and then crossfit you just have to perform well in a bunch of different areas like for the games coming up we have no idea what the events are going to be so it's like training just making sure that you're so well-rounded and once again just believing that my coach has had me do everything possible that i need to and then also that i've put in in the work on a day-to-day basis so when it's competition time that i'm ready to go
0: yeah i mean that's amazing and the the visualization part i i love that you know it's, they, they talk about like the story of the four minute mile, when the four minute mile was broken, it was attributed to visualization and then, you know, nobody thought it could happen. And then all of a sudden it happened. And when people realize that you can actually get there, um, the visualization part, being able to visualize it happening, people started repeating it and doing it. And all of a sudden, everyone was able to run a a four minute mile. And you translate that to a lot of different things you look at, like you said, you can go out there and picture yourself on the podium. That's amazing. Um, You know, what's also interesting for, for anyone out there who hasn't done a CrossFit workout, it's utterly grueling. I do an hour CrossFit workout, and I'm done, I'm spent. And I know Athletes like yourself, you know, an average day could be five to six hours training and the actual games, the, the CrossFit games, some of the most grueling, intense athleticism that you'll ever see in your life. And I think that's why when you win, you're crowned the fittest on earth. So I just got to ask as you're competing in the games and you're side by side with just some of the fittest people on this planet and there's, there's nothing left. The gas is gone. The body's just done. Like, how do you push yourself through that? Like, what do you, what do you do just to give yourself a little bit of extra to make it through?
1: Yeah, no. And that's a great question because right when you said that we had a rough run last year and I told my coach like, It was probably the most grueling event that I've ever done. I don't remember the exact distances, but we like had a 20 pound backpack and then each lap we had to add like a 10 pound bag. So you ended with like 50 pounds. I think it would end up being like a 6K, 7K, something like that. And the last probably like four to 500 meters, I was just like, I'm not going to make the finish line. Like, there is no way, like my legs are just going to give out on me. I was like, just like one step at a time and I was moving, but I didn't know how I was going to make it. And my coach said he even saw like the last hundred meters and he was like, I've never seen you look like that. And like, just in my mind, I'm like, okay, you just got one step at a time, one step at a time. But even at that moment, like you said, there's a bunch of grueling workouts and what makes it I think so hard too, is just all the workouts like back to back to back So like, if I was physically fresh for that workout, it would be a totally different story than Mm -hmm. having already done like four or five events. Um, And so, like I said, I mean, me, I'm such a competitive person that no matter like if my body's like giving up, it's like, you can't let your mind give up right now. Like, because I knew that was going to be one of the weakest events for me. And it's like, you have to prove yourself in those weak events because that's where people are going to second guess you and be like, oh, well, she's not a good runner. Like she'll finish last. So that's, we had been doing a lot of work on running. So I'm like, okay, don't let yourself like physically you'll be fine. Don't let yourself mentally get defeated, which is, I mean, I think, especially in workouts like that, such Mm -hmm. an important part. Because you can always, well, like I said, I didn't know if I was going to, but you can always take one more step. like mm-hmm. just step one step at a time, like you're not going to fall. And if you do, well, I mean, that means you absolutely gave it your all and that's it. So just like mentally, I was like, don't let these other girls be mentally tougher than you. And I mean, you get to the top of the like podium, you get the top 10 athletes and I mean, a lot of it does come down to mental toughness. Everyone is so physically fit that who's willing to hurt a little bit more just during that time is the one that's going to come out on top.
0: Yeah, you just gave me goosebumps. (laughs) That's that's incredible. Talking about um, just that mental fortitude and of you can just take one more step. And I think that that translates really to, if you think about mental toughness in so many areas of life, because I think, people sometimes cut themselves short in a lot of different ventures that they take a lot of different, it can be in fitness, it can be in business and they don't think they can do it, but you don't realize really the stuff that you have inside you. Um, and you realize if, if you can just mentally focus yourself, be tough, be strong, have the fortitude, you can always take just one more step. I love that. That is so awesome. Um, so just, I mean, Athleticism is just incredible. Again, one of the fittest females on this planet. So obviously, health, fitness, it's tremendous for you and probably a lot of different aspects. Outside of CrossFit, outside of being an athlete, how do you feel that health and fitness maybe translates into other areas of your life?
1: Yeah, um, that's a great question, too, because like I said, my parents were both very into health and fitness. But I think just from learn, I'm going to relate to gymnastics, too, because I mean, that was the first sport that I did. It just taught me so many other lessons that I ended up uh, bringing over to school. Like I was always a very good student just because I learned the hard work and the discipline and, every- mm-hmm. and the perfectionism uh, from gymnastics and just from being in sports that I brought it over to school. So like in school and high school, I had a 4.0 cause I'm like, I don't, I want to do it to the best of my ability. Uh, my freshman year of college. Well, that was a little different. Cause I was like, Oh, I actually have to study a lot now. Um, <laughs> then the rest of the time it was good. But I think just, you know, having like learning those rules, time management, discipline, um, from gymnastics. And I mean, even now with CrossFit, uh, just relates over to anything else that I do, including i 'm an entrepreneur, so it relates over to that um, i gotta you gotta make the best of your time you got to make sure you 're doing it to the best of your ability and I think just having health and fitness in my life, I feel better uh, and i 'm more productive throughout like i don 't know how people don 't work out like i don 't work out if I have to take like a little bit of time off if i don 't work out for like a week i 'm like oh my gosh i 'm going crazy and that 's just like a week that I have to take off after the game. to let my body and mine and everything like kind of decompress. I'm like, I need to work out. It's just like such a part of my life. And I don't know, I just don't like, I feel like your body just needs it with the endorphins and the blood flow and everything like, and just to be healthy.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I going along with mind body business, I always think that one can't be 100% without the other. You, your mind will never be as sharp as it can be if you're not getting your blood moving i mean it's just scientifically proven your your thinking your cognition is elevated after a workout your blood is flowing your brain's getting a lot of oxygen and likewise your your body like you said it's it's that ability to be able to push through something is driven by your mental fortitude so i feel that you can't have really one without the other and just that idea of that discipline translating into a lot of different areas of your life. I think that's something that so many people really don't stop to think about where, you know, and you know in, in this country today there's so many people out there that don't take health and fitness seriously and they're missing out on something tremendous not just for their health but something that's going to really wrap itself around so many other areas of their life. So I, I love that. I, I love all of this. I, you gave me goosebumps already. Um, so right now everyone's probably really excited right now because they're hearing from one of the fittest females on this planet, one of the fittest people on this planet. And you've had such an amazing story, such an amazing journey, uh, the mental fortitude, the athleticism, uh, now, so you, and you also mentioned being an entrepreneur so I'd love for you to tell everyone like how they can find you where's the best place on social media to get you and then I'd love for you to just talk a, a little bit about your your business and what you've been up to. Yeah,
1: so people can find me the easiest place uh, the easiest two places carrypierce.com that's just my website you can see lovely action pictures of me um, in CrossFit and learn a little bit more about me as well. And then on Instagram, Carrie Pierce CrossFit, that's the social media channel that I'm most active on. But I also have a Facebook, Carrie Pierce CrossFit Games Athlete. So if you use Facebook, you can check that one out as well. Um, And yes, Power Abs. So I started Power Abs. Um, It's a 30-day program a year and a half ago. Um, And it has just gotten very, very popular. It's blown up. We've had a lot of success of people be very successful, um, in the program and we have a lot of before and after pictures of people and their abs. Um, it's really cool, especially just hearing from people. I mean, a variety of things, but the thing that I always get most excited about is people that tell me that they hate working out and they actually enjoy doing the program and they look forward to getting in there 10 minutes because it's only 10 minutes a day. So getting in there 10 minutes of power abs wow. a day.
0: And really? I think
1: it's, yeah it's i mean it's it's not easy it's it's like a 10 minute crossfit workout basically every time um so it's super intense but all the moves that i used in the program came from gymnastics because part of me was like i was a personal trainer and i saw like people at the gym just doing the same things over and over again you know, like for their abs and like thinking they're gonna spot reduce and get rid of the fat and whatever um i just like i don't know laying for however long after the workout so like I can come up with a program. It's 10 minutes. It's, I mean, there's some high intensity movements in there. So like I said, it's, it's not going to be easy. Like no one says it's easy, but there's just like such a variety. So it is fun for people. And I think that's the biggest thing for any sort of workout routine or program or anything that you're on is something that you actually enjoy. Because like I said, I hate when people are like, I don't like working out because for me personally, I love it. And that's what I enjoy sharing with other people is just, my excitement for working out and just because like you said the way it makes you feel um mm-hmm. and actually i just wanted to say real quick too while we were talking before i was like i want to say something but i forgot um but i like i love working out too because some days i go to the gym and i'm in a terrible mood and then i finish working out and i'm like oh okay i, I feel so much better whereas like some of those are the hardest days that you're just like i don't want to go to the gym i don't want to work out and it's like just go and do it and then i end up having a great productive day. Whereas I know if I skip my workout, then I would not have the energy or desire to do other things. So sorry, little tangent there. Um, But yes, power abs, we've seen a lot of before and after pictures, which have just been incredible. And I've had people reach out like that have never felt comfortable in a bathing suit or a bikini before that are now going out and they are like excited to take off their shirt and show off their abs or just show off, you know, they're better midsection and also people have had lower back pain and they're like, Oh my gosh, my back pain is gone. Like this guy who rides He said around 50 60 miles a week on his bike last week. He was like, I just realized like, well, I was writing that I don't have back pain anymore. This is the first time in over a decade. And I was like, Oh, that is so cool. And it just Just from like I said, five minutes, five days a week, 10 minutes a day just dedicating to yourself um so it's it is an ad program but i've noticed it's it's a lot more than that it's just it's a confidence booster it makes you feel better look better um get rid of back pain so it's it's really cool and you can find the link for that uh right off my website or if you're on instagram the link is always in my bio
0: awesome i'm gonna make sure for everyone that i put all of these links in the show notes so everyone can easily access that and that's awesome i need to get on this program um, to if you want to be able to have some abs in 30 days and get some workout moves from one of the fittest people on the planet, guys, power abs, go do it. I'm, I'm going to go do it because it just it just sounds amazing. And I have lower back pain myself, so it's something that I'm, I definitely want to look into. So when we're done with this interview, we're going to have to talk about that. Um, yeah, sounds good. So thank you very much. Uh, this This has been just incredible. Just just the opportunity to be able to connect with you, sharing your story with all of the listeners out there. And I hope everyone takes home that if you truly put your mind to something, you know, you can say that Carrie was naturally gifted at something, but she's gone and taken over a lot of different arenas. And I, I personally want to attribute that to not just her athleticism, but her tremendous mental fortitude. So if you put your mind to something, you can do it as long as you refuse to stop going after the thing that you want most. So, Carrie, thank you so much. Before I let you go, like I said, I have one surprise question. I ask everybody the same question. Um, so here we go. Let's say... Let's say that you were going to take a trip to the moon, you're getting on one of those rockets, and you were never going to be on earth again. So it's your last day on earth. And you have all this knowledge, all these things that you've learned, all these lessons. um, And you had a box and we gave you a box and you can put one of these lessons in the box, something that you've learned throughout your life that you feel is super valuable that you'd love to give to the give to this world before you took off and, and went to Mars or the moon. Um, what would you put in that box?
1: Like a saying,
0: it could be a saying, it can be, it can be just a lesson that you've learned. It can be just some, some words of inspiration. Mm
1: -hmm. So, I mean, as you're saying that the first thing that comes to my mind, um, for the people out there, if you're thinking about doing something and you've been thinking about doing it, stop thinking about it and just do it. Um, I know a lot of people always overthink things and especially if it's something that like, you've thought about, even if it's been like a couple days, just just do it, you won't regret it. And I mean, you know, life is full of taking chances and some of the biggest rewards come from taking those chances. So if you've been thinking about doing something and you haven't committed to it yet, Just do it. Stop thinking and just go for
0: it. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. If there's something you've been thinking about, just go for it. So I have to thank you again so, so much for taking your time to to come on the show. This is utterly amazing. I'm pumped up. I hope everyone out there is inspired and fired up right now. And that thing that you've been thinking about, just go after it. So thank you again so much for taking the time, ladies and gentlemen, former D1 athlete, gymnast, third time she was crowned the fittest woman in the US. She's currently the fifth fittest female in the world, entrepreneur and amazing human being, ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Pierce, thank you so much. Of course,
1: it was my pleasure, thank you.